Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And we're not finished yet. It is a great day for Talk Radio. I'm Arlene Bynum sitting in for John Oakley here. And we've got a lot of heavy topics we've been talking about. We're going to go back to them this hour. I want to return to one of the last things we talked about, though, with our panel. And it was about a resolution at the PC convention over the weekend. And it was brought forward by Tanya Granick Allen, declaring gender identity a liberal ideology and asking that references be removed from the Ontario sex education curriculum and wanting it debated. Uh, Doug Ford, the premier, was asked about it today. And here's what he said. It was non-binding. It came from the floor. I'm not moving forward with that. So it's done. Let's see how Tanya Granick-Allen feels about that. She's joining us live, former Ontario PC candidate, a writer and commentator. Tanya, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Arlene. Great to be here. All right. How do you feel? You put this forward and now the Premier says he's not going ahead. Well, just to clarify, um, when it says liberal ideology, that was in quotation marks. And those Mm -hmm. quotation marks were quoting Doug Ford in an Andrew Lawton interview from February this year when Mm -hmm. he was running for leader. Uh, leadership, and when he was a leadership candidate, he described gender identity theory as a liberal ideology. So that's why the pr- the proposal, the the policy that went forward, had it in quotes, quoting him. Um, so those are not my words. I'm just no, but you were bringing him into that, and now you hear what he said today. What do you feel like? Well, I didn't bring him into it. All I did was, um, as you know, I'm a parental mm-hmm. rights advocate, and a lot of parents, uh, somewhere between forty to 50,000, have written in through petitions to the legislature asking that the government, in repealing the sex ed, repeal it fully, which includes removing the unscientific gender identity theory. And when I say unscientific, I'm referring to the scientific research. You'll have to ask Dr. Deborah So or Jordan Peterson or Dr. Zucker on, on information for that. I'm not a scientist. So simply that did not be included in, in the school uh, curriculum. And I simply uh, put forward that policy. Uh, there were over, I think, 2,400 eligible voting delegates at this weekend's convention in the room. That policy was overwhelmingly supported. So I was just one vote. There were several more votes, an overwhelming majority that voted in favor of it as well. And again, just like I submitted a carbon tax policy, I was simply following Doug Ford's leads on this issue. Doug Ford uh, clearly doesn't agree at this point, Tanya, during election campaigns. There can be uh, a luring and a friendship. And then sometimes when people get into power, they turn against a lot of the things that they use. Do you know what I'm saying? How do you feel about this political move? Well, let's make it clear. I never once brought up gender identity theory in the leadership. I never brought up that issue whatsoever. Mm. It was Doug Ford who did. So I never commented, to my knowledge, to my knowledge. I I don't recall I ever did. So um, in terms of whether he's flip-flopping on this issue, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. Uh, But he's the one who said it, not me. The policy was put forward. People voted on it. Whether he decides to listen to the people, that's his decision to make. Whether he wants to listen to his party, that's a decision. Yes, I know none of these resolutions are binding on government. Of course they're not. But 
it's up to Doug to see what he wants to do if he's going to listen to the people. You know, a lot of people talk within the PCs. They call it a big tent party. What it means is there's a lot of different factions and not everyone agrees. Tanya, do you think that now the PCs are in power, they are as welcoming to the discussions as they were on the campaign trail? Well, I think we are a very big tent party. And I think that's why so many people attended and offered this great exchange of ideas. I think that's part of a healthy democracy. Sure, we're not always going to agree. Um, but at the end of the day, we need to have that ability to have that free expression and the free speech of exchange of ideas. That's something we do as a party. And I'm glad to be part of the PC Party of Ontario. Now, what Doug Ford does as the leader, as premier of this province, that's another, that's his, his decision to make. But um, I, I would hope that the PC Party is still a big tent where uh, we welcome everybody of all race, creed, gender, uh, sex, uh, and that we never, never bully people and never bully people in their, and, and by shutting down their voice. You know, there is a discussion within the party about whether or not this is a good idea. Certainly critics say, hey, you know, this may not, when this first happened, they were over the weekend on Twitter, I'm sure you saw, and today saying it may not be a good look for the premier. Is there a concern, Tanya, that these things and these voices may be shut down for political reasons? Well, when you say not a good look, what specifically would you... Well, maybe that that it opens up the party to be criticized that there is an extremist or something that may ruffle the feathers or not settle with the people who voted for this party. Well, I think carbon tax is another divisive issue. There are a lot of there are there are always going to be divisive issues, mm-hmm. and people will always have a different opinion on various issues. But with respect to teaching an unscientific, highly controversial. Uh, theory with to children under each children in school. I think at the end of the day, it's up to the parents to decide what they think is best for their children. They're the parents, it's their kids, their call. And I don't think I agree with Doug Ford when he said in that Andrew Lawton interview that the state should not be dictating to parents. So again, following his lead, this is and again what he described as a liberal ideology. We're, I'm just simply following his lead, just as I. But you're following his lead, and the fact is, he he said liberal ideology, but he he turned it around. Why do you think he did that today? Oh, I don't know. You'd have to ask Doug. Maybe he'll uh, come on the show, but um, I don't know. Is he now flip-flopping on this issue? I don't know. Uh, But that's going to, I guess we'll have to wait uh, and see what the next few days hold. All right, Tanya, you were such a, gr- a big voice and during the election campaign and brought a lot of these things that you've brought up and were really, really vocal about it. How much of a part do you uh, feel that you're part of the conversation in the PCs now? I mean, you've well, got a following was, uh, here. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was very pleased uh, to meet with many, many friends and, and I'm chatted with many members of parliament, provincial parliament and, and many friends there. Um, I was also pleased to be able to sponsor several constitutional amendments. Some passed, some didn't. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, I'm, I was happy to be an active uh, voice this weekend. And um, I'm, I've always been an, a part of the Conservative Party for, I guess, 20 years now, and I, I will continue to do so. Um, I, I'm not a candidate. I'm not a, a leader of the party. I'm not an MPP. So I have a bit more flexibility and freedom to speak on, on a variety of issues. And uh, as the head of a parental rights advocacy group, I will always um, advocate for all, for all parents. And that includes LGBT parents, of which some are, of us are are as our supporters in our organization, Parents as First Educators. So we're like our group speaks on behalf of all parents, those who are supporters, and we're happy to welcome all thoughts and ideas. So if, if there's a little bit of a shunning, um, if there's a little bit of a, a pulling back on these areas, you're still good to go. 
yeah, I mean, but let's, let's, well, I don't, it depends. I don't know what specifically what kind of shunning you're referring to, but let's be clear. I have not spoken with Doug pretty much since, well, since May. So, uh, you know, if they reach out to me, we can chat, uh, but I have yet to, to hear from them officially. So I'm just advocating and, you know, that's what I do. I always speak on for the grassroots. I'm anti-corruption, pro-free speech and pro-democracy at the end of the day. Have you reached out to the premier? I did the day that um, that I was removed as the officially mm-hmm. uh, as the official candidate. I did uh, call him and I texted him, and I did not hear back. So you have have not had any conversations with him since he has no. become premier. And when when his campaign manager called me to say I was no longer the candidate, I asked to speak to Doug because I wanted to hear it from him. Uh, mm-hmm. you no, know, we had a, a pleasant relationship. Uh, there was no reason I don't think I shouldn't have heard from him, and I was told that wouldn't be possible. Tanya Granick Allen, thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Thanks kindly. Thank you so much. Take care. All right, you too. Tanya Granick Allen, we know her, of course, from the leadership campaign. There we hear it. She hasn't talked to Doug Ford, and certainly not since he's been a premier. Uh, the premier really pushing aside the gender identity proposal that uh, Tanya brought forward on the weekend. And do we have a rift within that party? Is that voice being heard? They were heard on the election campaign, well, the leadership campaign, and then during the election campaign, as she said, she was removed as a candidate. Big tent party. And And if you are going to have a big tent party, there uh, certainly are going to be voices. And in the Conservative Party, there are voices that are very different, continues to be part of our Canadian conversation. We're going to take a break. And when we return, cannabis buyers, they're still using the dealer. How come? And what does it mean to the legalization movement? We've got a lot to talk about. I'm Arlene Bunn and in for John Oakley. This is Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.